what's the difference between goals and dreams? For 1-800-GOT-JUNK founder and CEO Brian Scudamore, there isn't one. After entering the hyper-competitive world of entrepreneurship, Brian was disillusioned. He couldn't help but compare himself to his new peers who had bigger, more successful businesses. So struggling to stay motivated or excited about the future, Brian turned to his imagination. Debating whether or not to just pack it in and give up, Brian started painting a picture. He wrote feverishly, detailing everything he could possibly hope for, his companies and his life, to become. And the possibilities excited him. But they also scared him a little. But according to Brian, that's how you know that you're on the right track. My name is Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favourite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favourite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Brian and he shares one of the fundamental strategies that's really helped him in business called Painted Picture. I was about seven or eight years into my business. I'd created a million dollar junk removal business. It was called the Rubbish Boys at the time and I wanted to grow it into something bigger. And I joined the Entrepreneur organization. And I started comparing myself to others, which was a terrible thing to do. And I saw these people had much bigger, better businesses than I did. And I hadn't finished high school, hadn't finished college. And I thought, oh, can I actually do this? Can I build this business? Do I want to? Do I have the money? And do I even have a good idea? So I was in a negative space and I went and sat on my parents' dock at their summer cottage. And I pulled out a sheet of paper and I started writing out feverishly what my future would look like and just dreaming up possibilities. I said, we'd be in the top 30 metros in North America by the end of 2003. We'd be the FedEx of junk removal. We'd be on the Oprah Winfrey show. And I started writing out this vision of what the future would look like five years down the road in 2003. And when I took that sheet of paper and read it over at the end, I was like, wow, I went from absolute depression to feeling excited and energized about a future that I could see in my brain that I decided to put into writing uh, to share with others. And when I got out and started to share it with others, that was the, the key point. That was where the real power behind this painted picture visioning process started for me was I realized there were people in one of two camps. You know, Brian's nuts. He's smoking some hope dope. There's no way he can be on Oprah and grow this 30 city business or um, the rest of the people who said, wow, this is compelling and exciting. I don't know how we're going to get there, but I want to be a part of it. And they stuck around. And, you know, some of those people are still here today and we've built an incredible, we've got a $600 million business, which back then was a million dollar business and was just an idea of something bigger and better that we could build together. So, it's really just imagining the future, putting it in writing, and off we go to uh, to share it with people. And you know, if any of your listeners want a painted picture to get a sense of what it's like, they can go to my Instagram or LinkedIn and message me and just say, "Can I see your painted picture?" And I'll I'll send one over as an example. But it's been a powerful, powerful process, and we do it with every brand. Every five years, we've got a new painted picture. 
And it never tells us how to get where we're going. It just says, here's what it looks like. Here's why we're doing what we're doing and what the whole picture. It's like someone envisioning going on a trip. You know, if I asked you, where would you go tomorrow? If money wasn't an object, you'd probably have some pretty cool vacation that you'd read out to me of what you have that you could see in your mind and who would be there and what you're drinking and all that sort of stuff. And it's it's that same process, but doing it with your business or doing it with your life. How do you remove like just the natural obstacles and fears and barriers that your brain wants to put up? Like when you, you know, when you ask yourself, where do I want to be in five years? Like what are the questions that you're asking yourself to get over the the part of your brain that's like, well, that's ridiculous. I'm not going to be on Oprah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, a couple of things. One is I believe if your idea isn't a little bit ridiculous and doesn't make you a little nervous, you're, you're not dreaming big enough. Um, if you can get your life's work done in a lifetime, you're not dreaming big enough. And so I think it's, it's gotta be a little bit edgy and a little bit kind of out there. And, you know, mine was Oprah cause I thought Oprah was one of the most amazing leaders and visionaries in the world and having a great impact on the world. And I wanted to meet her and give her a big hug, which I got to do. And it wasn't as much being on the show as it was meeting her and getting to connect with her and spend some time. So Everyone has a gift and everyone comes to this world with some possibility that they might not have tapped into yet. And I think it's just dreaming big, but knowing, you know, for me, it's getting rid of the fear of, well, what if I fail? To me, it's, I don't think about how to get there. I just think about where do I, where am I going to go? And then I start to figure out the how after I've written it down, after I've committed to something. You know, we wanted to be on the Ellen DeGeneres show and, uh, you know, we made that happen twice and it wasn't easy, but I remember it was, you write it down, it creates some fear. It makes you feel a little sick because you're like, how are you going to make that happen? And we failed the first, you know, 20 or 30 times we tried to make it happen. But eventually, if it's important, you follow through and you find a way and you find someone that can connect you and make it happen. And um, it doesn't have to be something big. It can just be big to you but dreaming big and committing to it and then not worrying about the how until you've written it down. If you would like to listen to the rest of my chat with Brian, you can check out a link to the full episode in the show notes. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba, who does the audio mix for every episode and makes everything sound so much better than it would have otherwise. See you next time.